Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today's episode is, I think, something that an awful lot of people can fall into this kind of mindset trap around kind of weight loss and patience or weight gain and patience, whatever the goal may be. And I think it's something that impacts us all in some, some shape or form along the way, whatever journey we are kind of going for. And this is kind of after a couple of discussions with kind of new clients that I'm working with one-to-one that they've had significant drops over the first kind of two or three weeks. And they're kind of feeling that, is this enough? They're just checking in on themselves. Is this enough? Is this enough? Is this, is this enough? And I think when it kind of comes to weight loss, a lot of things can be led by emotion. So... One of the analogies that I can use as the best analogy I can use is when we're when we go to college or we go to school, for example, depends on what level you're at. And we know that it's going to take three or four years to get your degree, for example. And we accept that's going to take three or four years yet to, to get to our degree. And we put in the effort. If we took shortcuts and tried to do it in two years, things won't go well. One, it's not going to happen. The, the college or whatever it is going to allow it to happen. But we, we think rationally, we're not emotionally led because it's not our weight. Our weight is so often led and our what we perceive about our weight is so often led by what we think other people are thinking about us. And we don't like that. We don't like that loss of control. That's generally what we're trying to do. We think that if we can control our weight, we control what other people are thinking. People think what they want to think. We have no control over that. Some people will like us, some people won't like us. And I think... I know when they've done studies on people who are kind of on death's door, they kind of say one of the things that they would like to have done or would have changed would be that they stopped thinking what other people are thinking or just kind of done what they what they wanted to do. And realistically, when it comes to weight loss, you're probably in one of two camps. It's either that you're, what you're doing isn't working, meaning your weight isn't going down, your measurements aren't going down without going right back up again or what you're doing is working meaning you are losing weight so what's interesting is that no matter what camp you actually fall into you'll like you're more you'll kind of feel more likely to feel impatient about the whole thing and there is a big massive range in the rate at which people can lose weight and lose fat so the scales will only measure your weight it will not measure self-worth and it will not measure fat loss your measurements will measure fat loss. How you feel in clothes is a better indicator of how you actually feel. Your weight has no bearing realistically on what you, what type of clothes you wear. Like you don't go into Zara or H&M or one of, the, one of those brands and say, can I have a size 70 kilos? Not how it works. You fit clothes on and see if it fits you and see how you feel and see how confident you feel in it. So I have clients who lose five, 10 pounds in a month. And I've got some clients who lose two or three pounds in a month. But what's really interesting, that doesn't really seem to matter. We always want our results to come sooner. We always want to push it that little bit further. We think that when we, some people can get to a point of, when they get to a certain point, they can get a little bit kind of like, oh, this is working now, and then kind of fall back into old habits. Or some people can fall into the element of, right, I've got 10 pounds now, I'll be happy with another 10 pounds off. And... This can be a hard mindset to shift and 
one of the big things I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to be exploring how impatience actually plays a massive role in weight loss and what to do about it. First off, you really need to realize that if you are feeling this way and you can recognize it immediately, the, the kind of like the coaching that I provide and the podcast and the environment that I create for clients is a safe place for you. Like, I'm not going to tell you that you need to feel differently about it. I'm not going to say that you shouldn't be impatient. I'm not saying that you should, that it's, a, it's a normal feeling, but there are ways to get your head around it. You don't have to change a thing if you don't actually want to. And feeling impatient about getting what we want is so normal that nothing has gone wrong. You get to be as impatient as you want, but if you're like, I'd rather lose weight while feeling at ease and relaxed about it, then this will be really, really helpful for you. That's going to be a little bit more of an easier transition for you. Because realistically, I've never had, in my experience, I've never had a, a client successfully lose weight and keep it off out of hating their body. Yes, there are different rates that people can lose weight. There are clients that can lose weight quicker at the beginning. There are clients who need to take a steady approach. There are clients who need to improve their relationship with food first. Everyone is going to be different. Because it's so, so normal to feel impatient. And there could be another way to experience it rather than having that impatience feeling that I'm always on edge. Am I doing enough? And it's almost as if there were when we're either on a weight loss plan, feeding a patient the whole time, or wanting to get somewhere else, we put things on pause for ourselves. We put our life on pause, and then we feel resigned to the whole thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three offerings and options that could help you, and so that you can relax that a little bit more. So first of all, we need to actually talk about impatience itself, and why that could be, or how that could be showing up for you and why that could be having a negative impact on the actual results that you say you want. So here's three main ways that you think you could, that I think that you could be being impatient. And it shows up in three different ways. Number one is you have the sense that what you're doing isn't enough. So you might find yourself going back into diet mentality, meaning you're trying to eat much less than and, and move way more. And you might be counting calories, budgeting macros, or trying old diets that have inverted commas worked in the past. And I'm putting in, I'm doing air quotes as I'm doing that because if they've worked, you wouldn't be going back to them. And that's a big thing to look at. And because unless it was sustainable, you may have kept the weight off long term, but it didn't work. If you really enjoy doing these things and it serves you, that's great. But most people I know would much rather spend their time and energy elsewhere in their lives rather than trying to go on some stupid fad diet. The second one here is a less obvious one. So you're believing that you're not enough. So you aren't accepting to yourself as you are in the body that you currently have. The one that you have out on loan is a way to think about it. I think that's a kind of a funny way of thinking about our bodies. We don't really own them. We're simply borrowing them for our existence or our lifetimes. They are a gift. When I think of when we think of a body that way, it, it can help you to give you more reverence and feel less attached to somehow, feel less attached to it somehow in a way. It gives you a different perspective. And I remember talking to a client a couple of years ago, I think it was during COVID, was a client gave me this quote, my body is not a billboard, it's my home. So it's not necessarily an advertisement, it's something that you live with, it's something that you live in and it's rented, it's a loan, there's a loan on it. Your body is your home. So when you're impatient, 
you're really rejecting yourself. And that feels pretty terrible. You probably wouldn't let your kids talk to themselves the way you're talking to yourself right now. So we think that if we can speed up the process, we'll outrun the negative feelings of how we feel about ourselves and our lives. We'll, we'll outrun this whole thing, well, I'll, I'll be happier when I lose a certain amount of weight. I'll be happy when I get to this weight loss. I rarely see it happen that way. Another way impatience shows up is 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 that when you think, sure, it's working now, but what about next weekend? So think about it. You start worrying about what about your next holiday? What about the next night out? What about the next six months from now? What about this wedding you're going to? What about when the kids are off school? What about you start to have these little doubts in your head and you little to no faith in yourself. So what I want you to think about right now, I want you to compare this to an Amazon purchase that you've recently made or a delivery of clothes or whatever it is. I think the last thing that I ordered was a new book that I was kind of looking for. And I was looking for it because I wanted to get a different perspective on a certain topic that I was kind of researching. And I bought that because I felt there was a gap in my knowledge. I wanted to do that. So, but as much as I was looking forward to that book arriving, I wasn't impatient about it at all. And after I placed the order, I didn't think about it too much. They give you an approximate date of arrival and then I just expected it to come. No drama, no deadline, no nothing. I wasn't thinking about it. Well, what if I don't get it or what if it gets delayed? Well, if it comes and when it's not expected, so be it. Because I trust the company. It would come when I trust the process. And B, I would also it would also address the problem that I, I that I needed to do it. So if we match this up this ideology of Amazon versus weight loss. And the criteria so many people set. I trusted the process. I trusted what I was doing was enough. Meaning my order on Amazon was sufficient to solve the issue that I was looking for. I went, never believed that if my book didn't arrive on time, wasn't there, that wasn't something that I did or anything that I did wrong. And lastly, I didn't think, well, sure, I got my Amazon purchase, but I doubt this order will ever show up. Now, I know this is, well, who actually gives a crap about the light or the book or whatever it may be. And weight loss has such a bigger impact on your life. And I'm fully aware of that. But I want to illustrate this as an example about being impatient, about whether the book will come or it does not or whatever it may be. It doesn't necessarily speed up the process for Amazon to do things. And impatience is not created by the thing you're after and not having the thing that not and not having the thing yet. When you know it's coming and you know you will figure it out until it does, you can be chill about it. You can relax. You can feel better in the meantime. And realistically, the thing is, being impatient during your process not only adds to the discomfort on a day-to-day basis, whether it impacts your relationship with food, you impact your relationship with yourself, the people around you, but it actually slows you down. It's not your metabolism that's broken. If your metabolism is broken, you'd be dead. It's not insulin resistance. It's unlikely that it's your thyroid unless you have thyroid medication. It's unlikely that it's your age. Yes, it can be more difficult at during perimenopause, but it can happen at perimenopause if the symptoms are managed as best they can. And your mindset is, is comfortable and you're not feeling discomfortable all the time. So here's how 
I would look at it. Look at when, or look at what you do when you're feeling impatient about your goal. So what about your weight loss goal? You're trying lots of different things rather than allowing it to be slow and sustainable. So when you're spinning in confusion and overwhelm, you're not actually focused on the good things that are happening in your life. You simply miss out on them because you're distracted. Your focus is in on what isn't working, what's lacking, rather than actually focusing on what you have achieved and not focusing on what you have done already and what you have achieved already. You're always looking for that next dopamine hit, the next reward system, the next thing that you're looking for. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? But sometimes, and I had this conversation with a client on check-ins this week and we kind of we i kind of had a little bit of a kind of like a a mid-term chat so sometimes when you have like when you're back in school you have kind of your parents go in and get like a report card and i kind of spoke about things with the client and kind of like reviewed themselves over the last kind of eight weeks and how they felt things were going they're kind of like i thought the weight loss would be quicker i was kind of like well how do you mean i was like well you're down x amount of weight in the last little while and and i kind of well the, the rough aim for people when they are adherent is about half a pound to a pound a week. And this client was at about 1.3 pounds on average a week. So it's kind of like, well, if we lost half a pound a week over a full year, it would be 26 pounds down. If we lost a pound every week for the, over on average of for over a full year, it would be 52 pounds down. Then this light bulb went off on the, in the client's head. And I was like, well, what have you actually changed? What have you actually achieved in the last eight weeks? He's like, well, I'm actually having more routine. I'm enjoying my food, my food freedom. I'm able to enjoy my meals out. I've had three weddings in those eight weeks. I've said 1.3 pounds down on average a week. So it's like, well, look what's achieved. You've never been able to do that previously and look what's happened. You're not focusing on the good things. You're focusing on what could be or what should be. And that question, the question becomes what feeling do you want fueling your actual actions? It's like when we can lose weight from a loving place for ourselves or from a place of insufficiency, disgust or rejection. You'll know based on how you feel and your level of impatience. A lot of people try to change themselves out of hate or disgust or rejection rather than trying to do it from a place of a little bit removing emotion from it. And because we're losing weight and how we look and all that kind of stuff, as I first said in the podcast episode, is it's an emotional tool. It's an emotional thing for ourselves. So when we're in a hurry. We're trying to change the current circumstance to get out of a negative emotion. It's really important to remember that. And oftentimes changing the circumstance, in this case, losing weight really, really quickly, will make us feel better temporarily. But you can also change how you're thinking about yourself and your body and you're immediately change how you're feeling about yourself, your body and your life and the people around you. And this doesn't even need to be drastic. It can simply go from thinking you need to live a life without sugar and flair and be hungry all the time or being free flow with food, believing it's totally possible to feel in charge around food 100% of the time, no matter the situation. Like too many people think that in order to achieve weight loss, they need to restrict, they need to cut out flour, they need to cut out sugar, they need to cut out carbs, they need to cut out fats, they need to cut out chocolate, they need to cut out ice cream, they need to cut out veggies, they need to cut out fruit. I'm like, what the hell food is left? The issue isn't the food. It's how we perceive ourselves being projected onto the food. The exact same situation when we project ourselves onto the weight loss journey or we project ourselves onto the impatience. If you, tru- if you truly can't accept and you don't believe it's truly possible to achieve this and reach your weight loss goal, you're going to be desperate. You're going to do silly things. You're not going to be rational. You're going to feel like it needs to happen yesterday for you to alleviate that pain or feeling. And notice that you want it desperately. It's because you're in pain. You'll get out of the pain by accepting the process. 
no matter how slow and accepting yourself a little bit more you'll get out a bit more and when you aren't in a hurry you'll feel more at peace so i want you to give something something really actionable to help you get out of this impatience and help you to cultivate this actual patience within your weight loss journey i want you to consider consider giving yourself the gift of time and this might sound wishy-washy you can accept it or not it's up to you but giving yourself a timeline is self-sabotaging people are so quick to throw out that 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 term of self-sabotage but one way that people sabotage their efforts is they put a deadline on the goal and they put a weight on the goal so they're, they're often they're unrealistic but giving yourself a timeline that offers more than enough space to breathe will really really help you and one of the things i would say is i want you to challenge with whatever timeline you have in your head right now to reach your goal i want you to double it so if you're thinking right i'm going to lose 10 kg in three months realistically now it's going to take six months and if you were thinking six months now it's a year i want you to double what you think it is initially because realistically weight loss takes longer than people think because when people i've spoken about this on episode 363 most people will focus on adding in more weight training or more cardio into their workouts and not focus on their belief system their habits their relationship with food etc but realistically the relationship with food all that kind of stuff is about 97 percent of the equation and three percent of it is probably the exercise element so maybe give this experiment to yourself put have a look at what your target is for yourself right now have you put a deadline on when you need to lose this weight by now i understand if you're coming from a circumstance that you're kind of like have a deadline of you've got a wedding to go to you've got a holiday to go to but maybe it's saying well what can i achieve in that maybe it's halving that target like it's great having aggressive targets it's great about having those targets but you have to ask yourself do you want to just get ready for the holiday and that's cool if you want to do but you need to have the aftercare and precautions afterwards if it's a case of that you haven't got a kind of like a strict deadline in place i want you to see and write down what actually comes up for you when you have that goal for yourself is it three months is it six months well i want you to double it maybe check in on yourself and say well, how does that make you feel i would say it's a little bit of disappointment that would be my guess but i'm not you it could be something else it could be sad frustrated and that's okay you're like you're you're, you're likely to feel disappointed about where you are now anyway but if that didn't happen overnight and the same thing isn't going to happen the other way overnight it takes time it takes uncomfortable it takes discomfort it takes acceptance it takes planning it takes a little bit of strategy it takes a little bit of effort but the more effort we put into the wrong things it's going to take longer the more effort we put into these quick fixes etc the longer it's going to take but what if you look at this new timeline that you've created and this time is actually going to happen for you like 100 percent guaranteed maybe you'd relax a little bit more maybe you'd stop going into full all or nothing thinking knowing that you're in it for the long haul if six months feels like or a year feels like a million miles away because you're in pain over where you are at right now it's projection of how you feel about yourself right now 
And the best news is that we can start alleviating, alleviating that pain, not by adding to it with a super strict restrictive fad diet and workout plan, but by actually being curious about what we do, what our thoughts are doing, what our thoughts are actually our belief systems are contributing to that actual pain. And maybe there are some negative, really negative thoughts that can actually be questioned and kind of shifted even a little. Thoughts such as, I have to lose 25 pounds by, by the summer or else. So when this happens, we either intentionally or unintentionally end up kind of planning on withholding kind of like love and affection and attention for ourselves. And if we don't meet those goals and then we wonder why we, we, we don't feel motivated. So if you think about it that way, realistically, if we don't meet up to our unrealistic expectations, we beat ourselves up, we shame ourselves. But realistically, it's not ourselves that are the issue, it's our expectations that are way off. Or the other way that we can do it to it is we say to ourselves, I'm so sick of dealing with this. Or I don't know what to do, why can't I just stick with it? What makes me think I can do this when I've failed a million times before? So we judge ourselves and we keep self-judging ourselves. But it's not really useful. It's protecting ourselves from, from fear of failing. But our f- approach is failing us. But instead we can think, I'm figuring this out. I'm committed to myself even when I make mistakes. And this whole thing of being driven by perfection is the inability to accept that you are human. You will make mistakes. You will overeat. You will stress eat. You will have days where you don't want to train. It will take as long as it takes and that's okay. And this is the type of intentional thought work that we can be done to reshape what's going on. So the first thing you need to do is you need to extend your timeline. Next is actually slowing down with the intention that you are truly losing it for the last time. And next, then you think about what if, I, if I'm losing the next 15 pounds that will never return, how does that actually feel? Spend time in the now rather than the focusing on what's next, what's next, that, that time in the here now mentality and really let that sink in. Like you won't lose weight permanently unless you can really start to believe that it's possible. One, you start to improve your relationship with food. Two, number three, you start to actually question some of the belief systems that you have around things like yourself, around different stories that you have and you improve your self-worth. And maybe you've never experienced it, maybe no approach that you've ever undertaken before has actually ever gone out on that and gone out on that limb. Put that extra bit of space between you and the scales and just used, you're using the scales as an acceptance thing of, right, this hasn't gone down enough. This hasn't gone down the way I expected this week. So what's the point? But your brain and you can change. And we know this. We know that's truly possible. The clients that leave me in a much better place with food, understanding of themselves the clients that challenge things but being harsh on ourselves being a dick to ourselves isn't going to speed up anything it's actually going to make it slower down your job is to figure out wh- what you need your body is to figure out what works for you your body is to implement things that work for you it's to challenge belief systems and make progress whatever way it looks like it's going to require patience it's not it's not going to be figured out in a week as I said already, it may t- take time that it may take double the time that you think. If you want guidance on this, I can help you. If you want guidance on this, pop us a DM. If you want guidance on it, click on the link in the show notes. But you're not the issue. 
the approach might be the issue, but it can also be the thought process and the, the expectations and the rules and the deadlines that you're actually putting on things. So look at your deadline that you've put on things. May You may need to extend it, but if you're only going by the weight, you're going to drive yourself demented. Because the weight loss is what is the only thing a scales measures. Fat loss, a scales cannot measure. Strength, a scales cannot measure. How you feel in your clothes, a scales cannot measure. How you feel about yourself and how you feel overall, a scales cannot measure. The scales will do what it wants. You have zero control over it, but you do have zero, you do have control over your expectations. You do have control of your efforts. You do have control over challenging those belief systems that you may have. But we outsource it away to a piece of plastic and let us let it dictate us because we say well it's always been that way. It hasn't always been that way. It's been taught to you from some shape or form in your life. That if I step on it I'm, and it goes down, I'm a good person. If I, if it goes up, I'm a bad person. But it's more linked to what we think other people are thinking. We're looking for validation off a piece of plastic. But what happens if you actually gave yourself validation along the way? Why are you using something that's never actually ever talking to you? You're making that number mean something. You're making that the only thing that's important to you. It's been taught to you to use that as the only tool, but it's not the only tool. It can be unlearned. So if you want guidance with this and stop feeling that impatience, that deadline, pop us a message, click a link in the show notes. And as always, please do tag, share the episode and leave a review and do follow the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode.